The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast again today. And we're so glad that you're starting this week out with us on this Monday edition as we continue through this series, Living the Dream and the Study in the Life of Joseph. Uh, we'll be in Genesis 37 as we continue, and uh, I really am glad you're with us today. Thanks for all of us, those who joined us yesterday as we spent time in God's Word, and it uh, truly was an encouragement, always is when you're in the Word of God, and so we're grateful just for the opportunity to be in God's Word, and I and, uh, hope that was truly a help and encouragement to you. Well, we're going to dive right in this morning as we t- look at this kind of, shall we say, second point, Friday. Um, last time we talked about a couple thoughts. I actually came planning to have four or five coming into it, and I figured to break it up into two thoughts. But we started um, talking about God's hand of blessing upon Joseph. Now, let me give you the underlying premise we had um, Friday, and we're going to use it again today because I think it's a, I think it's an important premise for us to understand. We remember way back at the beginning of all of this that Joseph had been given a dream. And Joseph had been given a dream by God, and that dream, we understand, was more than just a dream as we understand it, our subconscious working at nighttime. This dream was a vision from God to tell him of what would happen one day. And that was unique. It was hay bowing down to him and sun, moon, and stars and things of that nature. But we see is that he said, one day these things will happen. And so now he knows that God has his hand on him specifically, and God's going to use him for something special. And so he, then he's given a coat of many colors, and he's favored. Well, then he gets thrown into a pit. The pit we talked about completely changed, at least humanly speaking, we would say would have changed the directive and kind of put an, uh, annihilated all these dreams. It was probably was the point that these brothers had. We're done with his dreams. We're done with the coat. We're done with the favoritism. Let's get him out of here. Really not realizing that in their desire to hinder what God was going to do in Joseph's life, they only made it possible. God can even use people a sinful, carnal, unsaved people to fulfill his will in the lives of his people, the lives of his family, the lives of his children. So he gets into this, he now is a slave in Potiphar's house. And here's the the underlying premise that I wanted to to kind of remind us of. The reason Joseph prospered so much here was he recognized whether or not he understood how it would work, he recognized that it was God's will that he'd be in this house because God allowed him to be there. God, he'd already seen God's hand on him with the dream and the vision and all this. And so he recognized, whether he understood it, whether he liked it, any of that, that God's hand was upon him and therefore God's hand was in the situation. Reminded the sovereignty and power of God that God was not going to let something happen or that nothing was too powerful. That even if where he was wasn't exactly the way God designed it, God could still use it. None of that mattered. God, was, God is powerful. God, Joseph recognized that and said, this is going to work. This somehow is going to work to fulfill God's plan. I don't know it. I don't get it. But I'm okay. So what I'm going to do is recognize God's wills for me to be here. And therefore, I'm going to do my best here. I'm going to serve my God here. Now, you're serving as a slave to a pagan ruler, you know, to a pagan man, to, to somebody who did not believe anything like you did. And what a... What a great, important truth we can learn from this. A couple of things we reckon. Remember we said that because of this, in verse 2, the Lord was with Joseph. We see that in the new two, that God made him a prosperous man, and then that an unsaved man recognized God's working in his life. Those are three very important thoughts 
you want God with you, you have to be active and, and, and make sure you're right with God in the center of God's will. And when you do that and you just say, Lord, I'll be faithful here, God will prosper you. And then others will recognize God's hand upon your life. And that is such a great, powerful truth. And I, I really hope that we will hold on to those three things as we move on to this next thought. So let's go ahead. Um, so read verse 3. We kind of finished there last time, but verse 3. And, and his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made, him, made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Verse 4, and Joseph found grace in his sight. Now, I don't know if I even said this. We're in Genesis 39. So Genesis chapter 39, verse 4. And Joseph found grace in his sight and he served him and made him overseer over his house and all that he had he put into his hand. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in his house and in his field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he knew not all he had save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. So we see not only did God prosper Joseph and that the unsaved man recognized that prosperity. Now we look at looking to see that how God's prosperity rolled into this house, to this man. So we see uh, the prosperity. Now we look a little bit in verse 4 at a promotion. Joseph found grace in his sight, and he made him overseer in the house. So Joseph had been moved off the field into the house. And so it was a step up in the area of slavery. He was more trusted, um, obviously, to be in the home and to work around the family. And so he's kind of through his work ethic and through what people saw, he'd been promoted, which leads me to believe he'd been there for a period of time. We know that uh, the process from the time he was in the slavery to the time he got out of jail was 13 years. So none of this took place overnight. This was a process. And so you can imagine in slavery and all of the good and bad that comes with all really the bad that comes with it. Joseph endured. Joseph endured. And can I tell you something? And I know I'm kind of, I don't want to say digging where, where I'm going, uh, maybe call extra biblical. Nothing stated about anything that would have happened. But in the midst of all this time, Joseph said, I'm just going to be faithful even I don't like this. Can I tell you, there are times in our lives when things don't make sense. There's going to be times in our lives where things seem hard. Those may be exactly what God is using to develop you and grow you and to bring maturity. See, God doesn't desire us to stay down in, a, in an infant, immature level in our Christian journey. He desires for us to grow. And it's, by the way, growth is a lot more than just knowledge. The Bible says the knowledge puffeth up. If we're not careful, the more knowledge we get and it fill our head and our fill our head and it doesn't, faith without works is dead. It doesn't compel, go to our heart and compel us to do anything with it. That knowledge is only going to bring a level of arrogance. And frankly, we become, the more knowledge we have without doing anything with the knowledge, we become more and more ineffective in the cause for Christ. It's simply the way God states it through Scripture. So God brings in these purging times. God, you know, James, kind of joy when they fall into diverse temptations, trials. Peter, all of Peter was talking, First Peter was talking about the battles, the fiery trials which are to try you. Uh, you don't think it's strange if some strange things happen unto you. He goes, these are good. These are for your, this is for God's glory and to strengthen you. So God was preparing Joseph through this time for the day that he would be able to rule effectively in the house. And then one day in the kingdom. And so these things are God's way of maturing us to get us where we need to be. God doesn't desire, you know, it tells us as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word of God, but we're not to stay there. We're to grow. Um, there are many times Paul told a church, he says, I would love to teach you with meat, but I cannot. I have to go back to milk because you've not matured enough to be able to take the truth because you're not, you're not growing in it. Yeah, you may have knowledge, but you're not growing in that. And so please understand that sometimes what God's bringing into your life is for your, for your good and his glory 
to mature you, to help you to grow in your spiritual life. And you can, you can begrudge it and get frustrated and fight it, or you can say, Lord, I'm going to grow through this. What can I learn through this storm? What can I learn through this battle? What can I learn through this trial to honor you and to grow and then ultimately help other people and encourage other people? Well, Joseph found that. And so Joseph was serving and he was active. And so we see that he was promoted to become overseer of the house. Now catch this. Please understand, this is not um, an Egyptian who came and brought over one of the best of the Egyptians to rule Potiphar's house. This was a Hebrew slave who was brought in, and now he's overseeing everything. Uh, the trust that, that was placed into Joseph's hand, the trust, the recognition of ethics. And, and I can imagine that maybe in this type of realm, you didn't put a whole lot of stock into, into the character of the persons of the slaves, at least in, from history, from what I understand it. But there was something unique, and people saw that, and listen, I'm going to take advantage of that. And, and he was prospered and put in this amazing place to be overseer. And then everything, I want you to understand, everything that went through Potiphar, his money and his, his daily, all these things went through Joseph. In verse 5, And it came to pass from that time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed, I love this, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house and, and, uh, and for Joseph's sake. And all the blessing of the Lord was upon, him, upon all that he had in the house and in the field. So, this man recognizes it. Joseph, in the center of God's will, saying, I don't know, I don't always understand it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to follow, and I'm going to do my best. Now God is blessing Pat Potiphar because of Joseph. And, and you see the blessing overflow because of that. When we, are in the, when we are in the center of God's will and willing to embrace that. Now, you know, we think about the theme verse of our podcast, uh, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. If I'm allowing it to guide me, and that lamp living is one, two days, you know, one, two steps at a time. So therefore, I'm going to, I really don't know what's up for tomorrow or next week or next month. But what I do know, so you've got a plan. So I'm just going to be faithful here and I'm going to serve here. God can bless that. Can I just, can I just take from application of what I believe? I'm just going to share a thought. What I believe is a great application from today. If we are willing to be submissive and active wherever God has us in our season of life, God can bless us. God will bless those around us. Now, who's around us? Our wives, our husbands, our children, our ministries. You know, sometimes we're so busy trying to do, 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 and succeed that God says, stop, recognize where you are, and do what you can here, and I will prosper you, and I will prosper others around you. Maybe even at work, that could be true, that you serve effectively where you are, and God can use that to prosper your boss. He said, well, I'm not a big fan of my boss. I'm not necessarily sure that Joseph got along with Potiphar. We really don't know. What we know is Joseph said, I'm going to honor God in this. Can I, I think the core of all of this comes down, and we see this later in the temptation with his Potiphar's wife. He goes, how can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? The entire premise was, this is about God. This is about me honoring God. And it, it's really what it comes down to in everything, to, to, to trust his work in this season of my life, to, to be effective in what little maybe I can do. Some seasons, there's very little I can do, but what I can do, what can I be helpful? To do that in this season right now can be one of the most effective things I can do. I'm going to trust God in that. That's all I can do, and I'm going to trust him and see what God can do. That's all God's asking of us. Well, let's, let's continue on and see what else happens. Verse 6, and he left all that he had in Joseph's hand. 
and he knew not all he had, save the bread which he did eat, and Joseph was a goodly person and well-favored. So we see that to the point where Joseph was in charge of everything and made him really so wealthy that Potiphar didn't even know how much money he had. He didn't know anything in the house. He said, listen, Joseph, I trust you, and I'm watching you, and you, because of what you're doing, I'm, I'm getting blessed. I, my fields are doing well. My house is doing well. I'm enjoying great prosperity. So, Joseph, I trust you. Go with it. What, whatever your God is doing is often, probably they would say something like that. Whatever seems to be happening, keep doing. But I love this last part. He was a goodly person and well-favored. He, was a, he had a good testimony. He took, you know, goodly person it encompasses so much that he had a good testimony, a good demeanor, a way he treated other people. Uh, he, he just tried to do his best to honor God and be godly in this scenario. And that is such a powerful, powerful truth, and that he was well favored. And that's, that's what really we're looking for, what we strive to be. Not necessarily liked, but favored. Lord, in the center of your will, let me do this, and, and, and then God will bless. Now, God's blessing doesn't always look the way we want to. You know, as preachers, we say, if we're in the center of God's will, God's going to bring us a thousand souls this year. I wish that were true, but it's not always true. God works his way. The key is not trying to find out and say, Lord, okay, you're going to bless me. This is what it means. That's the last thing we want to do. So I'm going to finish with a thought that I think is unique and important as it transitions into what, what, more of what happens next in Joseph's life. Joseph gets to this point. He recognizes whether he understands it or not, this is God's will in this season for God's plan, however that's going to work out. So he goes, I'm going I'm to do my best and I'm going to honor God in this scenario. And, and he's, he's got God's presence. He's got God's prosperity. He's got, he's got this um, promotion, which ends up getting him way, in, way high and promoting and prospering people around him. And he was well favored by other people, all of this. What I want us to see is Joseph didn't understand how any of this was going to fall in line with the dream that he was given at 17. But Joseph says, I'm not going to try and make it work my way. I'm not going to say, Lord, I don't get this. And I, he didn't try to control scenarios and control circumstances to make it all fit the dream. It just, none of it worked. And, and this was the last way. We know the story. You, you know the story of Joseph. So you know the need of Joseph to be in prison. So you, we can look in hindsight, read Genesis, and get to this point. We can see how all of this worked for God's glory and to fulfill the dream that God had given Joseph. We can see that. But Joseph did not have the luxury of being able to read further in Genesis. <laughs> Joseph was living this. So he had to live every day, day after day, year after year, watching this as he slowly was moved, not fully understanding how any of this would happen. And instead of trying to control the circumstance of Joseph, just as, many, as I've heard people say, Joseph just got out of the way and he let God do. He got out of the way and he let God move. So my job is to do what God has me to do in the center of his will in that season. I can't control it. I can't change it. I can't try to make it work to what I think God is doing. I can just do what God has me to do right now and allow God to let his plan unfold. Instead of trying to make things work for God, I must sit back and watch God make things work. And I think if we could do that, it, one, so much more peace in God in that. So much more peace in God. Because in the center of God's will, doing my best, I don't know what he's got for me in a, a year from now, but I don't care. I know what he's got for me now. Let me serve and then it it, it, there's peace. It takes away the anxiety. It takes away the fear and all these things because it allows me to realize that God knows everything. In this strange world we're finding ourselves as we see so many crazy things happening right now, we can still be influential. Why? Politically? Uh, you know, I'm not saying don't run for office. There's part. There's reason. There's, there's room for that. What I'm saying is do what God has you to do now in the center of his will. And God blessed him immensely.
and God blessed people around him immensely. God is not haltered by the culture we're in. God is not haltered by the government that, that is running or the policies in place. We see that all the way through Scripture. We see that across the globe. His church is growing in some places that just you, would not be possible because of the circumstances they find themselves in. God is working. We need to recognize where God has us right now, get out of the way, and just be faithful where he has us until God reveals the next step and God moves and does something amazing. I tell you, I hope that that is something that encourages you. Here's simply, we make it too hard. Lord, I don't get it, but I trust you. So, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to sit back and serve where you have me now until you make it clear what the next step is in my next season. And I'll be faithful and do everything I can in this situation right now. I hope we do that. And I tell you, the peace that comes with that is just amazing. And the power that comes with that just as much. Thank you for starting the week off with us on this, in this podcast and in God's Word. And we trust you'll have a great week. We trust you keep your eyes focused on Jesus and trust Him for the things that come and, and live in His grace and live in His power this week and to see how the Holy Spirit will guide you through whatever it is that God allows into your life. Thank you for taking time to join us today, and we'll see you again next time.